Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. Ball vs. Life is here and we are live. I am your host, Jack, and I got my co-host, JC, on the other mic. What's cracking, netizens? What's up? And as promised, our last episode, we want to bring back our resident Warriors expert, our Warriors correspondent, Charles. What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Good, good, man. Good, awesome. good. Added Actually, let's another... let's first give uh, JC a belated happy birthday, bro. Uh, yes, sir. Yes. Thanks, guys. Uh, Adding another year on the <laughs> on the tally, man, and I'm uh. I'm an old, old man. Here, man. We call I, you an old head now, man. When we play ball, you call I've, been, I've been an old head, but uh, it's uh, it was uh, it was nice. Did something low key, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Posted something on the social media Ooh, just to check that see out. What, what we had, it was just kind of it was kind of nice to be able to, you know, celebrate it. I wanted to keep it low key to be honest, and um, you know, and it was low key, so it was it was cool. I mean, there was talks a little bit of if I could uh, visit and celebrate mm-hmm. your birthday, but you know, with the situation going on right now, at the table, it we'll we'll wait for another year. You know, we'll we'll make that happen next year, if anything. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, no worries. I understand yeah. things are evolving out there, man. So yeah. you know, you know where where we stand on things, and we really try to want to make things uh, safe for everybody. So that's a deal. Yeah, but. Happy belated, man. We get to say it live now on this on this uh, podcast episode. Happy birthday, JC. <laughs> yeah. You know what I want for my birthday? I want a contending Warriors cha- uh, championship caliber team. Ben Simmons? That's what I want. Ben, ben Simmons? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know if that, I don't know if that fulfills uh, the, the, uh, the wish. But, It'll get uh, you closer. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this, man. It seems like we, you know, we made some moves. There's a lot of moves that happen, and we'll break that down as the pod progresses yeah let's uh, let's get into it because a lot has happened charles since the last time we recorded with you because you gave us a pre-draft kind of breakdown uh before the draft and now that you guys have your picks uh, it's it's exciting man so uh let's let's get into the draft first did it go as expected for you guys or for you yeah so well it's funny because i i remember we were we were kind of joking i think after the pod and and we were talking how because uh, I think initially we picked uh, Book Night, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know, I, I think it was either like someone like Giddy or Duarte, yes, yeah, Duarte, uh, whoever was yeah. available. Yeah, yeah. And um, the draft just went total not haywire, <laughs> but it went way different than what yeah. uh, everyone was expecting. The pundits weren't, weren't expecting it. No one was expecting the way that it turned out. But what's funny is that JC mentioned that um, he should just pick Kaminga just from the uh, asset perspective, which I think mm-hmm. is very logical and. It just so happened that that's that's what transpired. Mm-hmm. We ended up getting getting Kaminga, yeah. um, the highest upside, but uh, they said of the, of the of the class really. Yeah. Um, so um, I, initially, I I didn't quite know what to what to think of it. Um, I mean, overall, I, I I was fine with Moody. I I, I was I was a little disappointed because I I really did want Chris Duarte, and mm-hmm. after reading some some reports, it seemed like the Warriors actually wanted to go that route as well, but uh, Indiana decided to. Snatch I think him up. it was Indiana. Yeah, they decided to, yeah. to, to scoop scoop him up. So um, we went with the best, the next best thing. And the good thing was that I know the Warriors had a, a second round of, of workouts where they brought uh, Moody, um, mm-hmm. another another guy, uh, Trey. I forget his, his name. Um, Trey Murphy or Trey, Trey Murphy? Man? Yes, Trey, Trey Murphy. Murphy. Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy. Um, they couldn't bring him from the Clippers because he's already that guy's already on a contract uh, for, <laughs> for Trey Man. But uh, yeah, Trey Murphy, uh, Davion Mitchell. And then uh, Duarte, so so they brought those four guys and and mm-hmm. and it, and um, yeah, Moody was the was the guy that was on the board. Um, I was listening to some podcasts. They were saying that uh, they would have preferred Murphy instead, actually. Oh. Um, mm. So it, it 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 was it was interesting. I I would say that um, overall, I, I think we got pieces that will fit. Um, mm. I was I was telling JC, I don't know if these guys are going to be able to. to uh, provide any minutes uh, mm. this this year, JC. Uh, I'll let JC talk about what he what he thinks. But um, uh, I, I'm okay with it, especially after seeing what's in the summer league. But I'll I'll say it with a caveat that uh, I've seen players like uh, Marco Bellinelli like tear it up <laughs> in the summer league, 
And then he comes to the Warriors and he doesn't do diddly squat until like mm. much later when he goes to like the Spurs, he, he becomes more of a contributor, mm-hmm. shooter. Um, so we'll see what happens. But mm. from what Summer League's showing so far, it, it, there's some reason to be excited. Just not sure how many minutes they'll contribute for this coming year. Mm. Any thoughts, JC? Yeah, so, I mean, just to recap what had happened, like, mm-hmm. you know, the draft was pretty straightforward at the top. Everybody was expecting Kate at one, mm-hmm. Jalen Green at two. Actually, a lot of people were projecting Mobley at two. Yes. J- you know, but basically it was sort of interchangeable, two and three, Mobley and Green. Mm-hmm. And then the Raptors just shook Ooh, the board up. Yeah. I think yeah. Barnes at, right. at four. Um, I, I know think- I know you were thinking maybe there's an outside shot. Scotty Barnes would drop to seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. But uh, nope. Nope, he <laughs> got snatched up real early. Um, and then, uh, you know, Suggs falls into Orlando's lap. Lucky them. Yeah, lucky them. Mm-hmm. Uh, after what we saw with Suggs tonight, man. Mm-hmm. Really lucky for them. Um, and then <laughs> the um, the Thunder shocks everybody yeah. by taking Giddy, mm-hmm. uh, which really kind of threw the draft up. Uh, uh, a little bit uh, on a twist just because I feel like everybody was kind of projecting Giddy at what? Like maybe late, late, uh, maybe like nine or 10, yeah. possibly even, you know, mid, mid, er, early tens and mm-hmm. mid teens probably. So that really kind of shook everything up. And then at that point in time, at least recounting what had happened, I was kind mm-hmm. of, I was kind of at a, a little bit of a like a, a crossroads, a crossroads, because I was just like, man, like, I mean, we were talking about it, we were like book night all the way, because we were thinking mm-hmm. that he was going to be the best sort of player at that point in time, mm-hmm. assuming that Kuminga, who was the number one sort of like high school prospect at some point, mm-hmm. available at seven. So it's just like, what do you do? Do you go for instant? you know, or roster need or best available player. And yeah. I think the Warriors just picked best available players. So Kaminga at seven, man. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, man. It was, uh, I like when the pick was made and we were all talking, I was texting with Charles about it. When the pick was made, I, I didn't know what to feel. I was mm-hmm. just like, like I was kind of like half disappointed because I was coming in expecting that we were going to pick book night and he was mm-hmm. going to be slot into that two guard spot. But then I was just like, I mean, I said it after the last pod. I was just like, if Kaminga is there, you kind of got to pick him up. And, you know, we picked him up yeah. really, really solid showing thus far. And then mm-hmm. apparent, uh, Moody dropped. Apparently yeah. Moody was, um, in play for the Warriors at seven and for him to be available at 14, after Duarte was being picked, mm-hmm. that was kind of a nice little poop. So we have two young guys in the system right now. Yeah, let's talk about Summer League because what's cool is tonight that we're recording, we literally just saw, I, I watched some of the game, mm-hmm. Orlando versus you guys, the Warriors, the Dubs, mm-hmm. and Suggs obviously had a great debut. And why don't you guys, or Charles, did you watch the game tonight? I, I did not watch the game. I'm okay. just looking at stats. Yeah, yeah. Well, JC watched the game. So, mm-hmm. JC, you want to kind of talk about what you saw? I mean, there's only been two games that they played in. The, yeah. Three three games in the Summer League so far for the Warriors, but they played yeah. in two, right? Yeah, and I've watched both games thus far. So, let me kind of set it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what to expect because, you know, Summer League, like what we said, we've seen, like, <laughs> you know, I've seen the next coming of Kevin Garnett with Anthony Randolph. <laughs> and I saw Steve Nash with Marco Bellinelli. So <laughs> Charles and I are coming in with a perspective of like, we're suspect about these performances, but based given that caveat, mm-hmm. you've seen some really, really sort of interesting performances from the warrior rookies and the other lottery picks, which mm-hmm. we can break down later. But at least from the warriors perspective, Kuminga and Moody are showing up as, uh, as reported on what we've seen with the, um, with the scouting reports. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's start with Moody. So Moody seems like he's, I mean, he's 19, but he's actually shown a lot of sort of poise and sort of um, uh, uh, sort of like a veteran moxie mm-hmm. uh, in, in his game, man. He just kind of does, he kind of just lets the game get to him. And, you know, he's kind of a, a, a pretty reliable shooter. I'm not going to say knockdown just yet because there's a small sample size. But when he's gotten a look, you know, the looks, you know, the, the shots look clean. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he's showing a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of a, a nose for the ball, particularly on the offensive boards uh, side of things. So mm-hmm. it's been really interesting to see Moody uh, as that three and D kind of um, player. So as advertised with a small sample size, but the creme de la creme mm-hmm. is um, Jonathan Kuminga, man. Yeah. And he's looking like a specimen out there, man. Mm-hmm. He is. Physically, this dude, this kid is like I, I was just reading something uh, before this pod where he's actually the second youngest player in the draft. So he's younger than Jalen wow. Green. He's younger than uh, Cade, obviously, and all of these guys. And a lot of these guys are like nineteen, bro. Mm-hmm. He, the only younger player is the 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 pick, the the shocker pick that San Antonio Primo took. Mm-hmm. He's like mm-hmm. the youngest player out of this draft. So Kuminga is like straight up like he's a kid, dude. But yeah. his physical stature doesn't, he doesn't look like, like a kid. <laughs> yeah, dude, he is. He's built. Um, and yeah, among boys, yeah. yeah, exactly. He's showing a lot of promise um, out there, man. I think the biggest thing that stood out with Kuminga is the measurables are there physically. He has like the tools, and <clears throat> he's showing a lot of aggression out there. Like based on what I've saw from like the first two games he's playing really aggressive like he's not playing afraid uh mm-hmm. out there i mean there was a couple of times where he actually got switched to uh, uh some fives and he was actually battling in the in the post so mm-hmm. uh just seeing him you know the young kid that he is actually trying to you know jostle with the big guys and just trying to be aggressive has been really really interesting thus far so Good showing thus far, you know. Mm-hmm. Their plus minuses were pretty positive. I think they're like plus fifteen, plus, mm. you know, thirteen respectively for mm-hmm. both games. So, I don't know, man. It's been interesting thus far. Charles, I, what was your perspective? Did you see the California Classic? I I, I didn't see I, I didn't see any of the games. I just um, saw highlights and just mm-hmm. read read up on um, what what other people kind of observe observe from them. But but from I mean, it's small sample size, like JC said. But just looking at some of the the clips that they were showing, it's like he just is a beast, man. Like mm-hmm. he just looks so strong, and he just goes up. There, there, there was one play where I, it looked like I don't know who the other player was, but they were going for they were going on a two one fast break. Uh, Kaminga had the ball, and I don't know who the warrior player was. And then then um, there was a the defender that they were playing against, and he went up, and I I thought he was gonna try to toss it for a lob for the, for his for Kaminga's teammate. But Kaminga just took the ball up with him, and mm. he just kind of hung up in the air and just kind of bullied that guy mm. it, while in the air. And then he, he was able to, to throw it up, and, and it went in. And it's like, wow, this guy is, I don't know, it, it's kind of shade. It's very early to say, but it's like shades of um, Giannis to me mm. in, in, in some cases, Oof. just because just he's just, he just, he just goes up strong, man. That's, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, I didn't get to see the full, the full game, and I, so I'm, not, I'm missing some of the context there but mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll have to trust in what jc's seen so far and go off of what he's what he's said so far jackie caught some of the game yeah. right what's no your, what's this... your objective assessment this kid can play ball dude i'm i'm actually really surprised from what i gathered especially talking to you guys the last episode we recorded which is pre-draft i mean i was look look expecting some a really raw product but this kid has instincts out there. That's the that's the really surprising part. Like defensively, he has great instincts, and aside from just having the body control on offense and being able to absorb contact, but defensively he is a beast, man. I mean, he's when he gets switched on guards, he's he's hustling, he's moving his feet laterally, he's he's staying disciplined, staying down, and not biting on fakes and stuff like that. It, it's it's actually really shocking and surprising to me to see how he's been playing given my expectation level of seeing something more raw and Giannis was definitely not this advanced at when he was 19 I'll tell you that much and I'm not going to say that he's going to become the next Giannis it's just more at the time when they were 19 Giannis was still not developed as body-wise as Kaminga is right now were, um, were you shocked to were you guys shocked to learn that he's like the second youngest player at least yeah. from the lottery picks oh yeah definitely yeah, yeah. I mean he's just yeah he pretty much declared to be in the G League um right after his junior season mm-hmm. so like he's taking a, a very different path from a lot of these like high upside players uh, uh lottery picks so it's really been interesting i've been doing a little bit of homework on him as well just try to see what he's all about because he's he's an enigma to me right now mm-hmm. because i was just like 
because you know coming into the draft i was just like we should trade this pick right because mm-hmm. we want we want a win now player yep. but now that he's kind of here i kind of want to learn more and do my homework on him i mean this kid was born in the congo mm-hmm. right and you know came from nothing and basically if he kind of wanted to play basketball he literally had to like do like a, a an hour commute just to get to the closest court because it's not like they have like the best sort of facilities over there um and i guess he got discovered at a camp by bismack biombo or something oh. like that or at least bismack biombo sponsored camp and they were just like i mean this kid is he's got he's showing that he has some skills and then he was able to find his way in the um you know into the u.s played mm-hmm. in a couple of high schools and kind of became like a top prospect in high school. Mm. With that said, a lot of these international players, and you guys have mentioned Giannis, I, I really don't want to ha- throw that comparison <laughs> out there. But it's just like this whole sort of international basketball. And we've seen it with the Olympics where, you, you know, other countries can develop players mm-hmm. um, outside of the U.S. in this, you know, U.S.-centric game. Um but international players are kind of learning the game a little bit differently from like the organized hoops here in the U.S. And I don't know, man, given his journey, I'm really surprised to see how advanced he is, uh, you know, you know, playing this game just because, I mean, I think he learned basketball at 13, bro. Wow. Like a lot of these kids, they've been playing in like, you know, these like AAU style things mm-hmm. since they're like eight years old or even younger. You know what I mean? So it's just he's an enigma, man. Really? I'll tell you what, I, he's got a dog in him when you watch him play. That's that's something that I think will translate uh, into the NBA game because he's he has the physical tools there and it's going to be about understanding rotation, understanding you know situations and knowing what, what your role will be. But yeah. at the very least, he has a high motor. If you watch him play, this kid has such a great motor. I mean, he's up and down the court, you know? He's trying to, he's, he's never like, I guess he's never not trying, which is incredible. Um, you want that at the very least. Jack, that's like total music to my ears because I, I don't get that aspect reading articles. So that's, that's totally something that I love hearing. Uh, after years, or, or like la- the last few years where we've gone into the offseason and we picked up guys that I would be excited about, uh, case in point, uh, I was initially excited about Willie Cauley-Stein <laughs> and then just watching that guy play, I was just, I, I, I don't know. I think after two games, I'm like, I'm done with this guy. Like, can we get rid of him already? No just, heart. He has no yeah. heart. Um, his motor is, I have no idea where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, in, it's, it's not in his body because I'm just not seeing the energy he puts forth. So, um, And then, you know, what JC brought, to, uh, or what made something, uh, what made, uh, what JC said, kind of st- what stuck in my mind was the fact that he would, uh, dedicate his 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 time like he would take that one hour trip mm. that trek to go to to go play so to me that that shows work ethic that shows passion yeah um and then you you just translating it onto the court with him you know just constantly running being kind of like the energizer bunny i i, I love Charles, hearing you, that you want to hear some more so yeah some <laughs> of the intel that i got yeah. from him based on the summer league coaches is um that He's actually been trying to um, uh, get some of the development coaches. He would call them at like 6 a.m. to do a workout. Um, And that would be the first workout of the day for him. And then he'd do another workout in the afternoon with these guys. So Uh, it seems like, again, mm. this is all hearsay. It Mm -hmm. seems like there is a little bit of fire and motivation for him to want to get better. Um, can't confirm if this is true or not, but this is what I'm hearing through the airwaves. So Mm. I don't know. Jack seems to have a little bit of experience for some players that have shown, uh, you know, sort of that Mamba mentality. I know, man, that's very Kobe-esque type of stories, man. (laughs) Stories of legend now, you know. Uh, I I just sent you a, I I remember today I sent you footage of Kobe's summer league, which was um, in 1997. Mm-hmm. And man, that kid could ball, dude. <laughs> you could just oh. see right away. And I know we tend to go high and low in Summer League. And just to remind people who listen, Trey Young, when he came into the Summer League, did horrible. I mean, this kid mm. shot like 25%. You know, so, and we all know who Trey Young is now. So it's, it's, it's not the most accurate measure. But as JC said when we were ch- chatting uh, 
you know online it's you know they're just data points still you know like you still it's still good to see these data points and these tools that these players have because the next level it's a different physicality in the nba like it's night and day let's just put it that way um so we'll see like you know we kind of talked about wiseman the last year or so that when he went to the, when he went to the NBA without summer league, without the proper channels of building mm-hmm. up, it, you could see that it was overwhelming for him at certain mm-hmm. points. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see how he develops this year. Which I know you guys are very going to be, you know, keeping your eye on that. If anything, more than Kaminga, because this yeah. is a big year for Wiseman, dude. If if anything, I feel like he's, I feel like Kaminga might be ahead only just mm-hmm. from the perspective of, of playing playing more games, but. Yeah. Uh, the the difference is that Wiseman's felt the physicality. Yes. He's, yeah. he's felt the speed of an NBA game, whereas Kaminga hasn't hasn't seen that yet. So we'll it's see. a tough we'll it's see. a tough position for Wiseman to play too because he's playing the five, and mm-hmm. he's either playing against one big ass dude like Joker <laughs> the Joker, or he's playing against really mobile fives or, who are spreading the floor. It's not an easy position to play coming into the NBA, you know. Uh, and sure. he's had a lot of expectations, way more expectations than Kaminga right now, for sure. Yeah, that's true. Um, in many ways, Kuminga is set up for success a little bit more than Wiseman just because of that expectation mm-hmm. angle, right? Mm-hmm. Being picked second uh, in the draft and having all of that notoriety yeah. coming into the, the pick, plus having that comparison with Lamelo. Yes. It's just, it's yeah. it's tough. It's tough mm-hmm. for him to, and it's, it's unfair for him because like yeah. Jack, you mentioned, right? Like the circumstances with which Wiseman was brought in mm-hmm were far from ideal, no. right? You know, he already had all of that drama at Memphis where he didn't even have to finish that season. Mm-hmm. And now he's thrust into this, this, this you know, pressure cooker. Uh, so COVID, dude. Also exactly. COVID. Sure. Don't forget. Exactly. exactly. So I'm guilty of expecting too much from Wiseman. I'll be the first to admit that. It's probably recorded somewhere on a pod. <laughs> um <laughs> But I mean, that's what I mean. You, that's why you get paid the big bucks, well, man. If you're when you're the second pick, pick bro, exactly. <laughs> there's expectations. Like Jalen Green right now, man. There's oh, expectations. My my Filipino brother. Man. Yeah, dude. He sucks exactly. that he's with the Rockets. I know, and he lit it up. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was it 23 points? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this kid looks like he can put the ball in the bucket, man. Looking man. silky, silky smooth, man. I don't know. Based on early returns, and I know it's early in summer yeah, league. It is early. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are saying, did Detroit mess up? Yeah. Because yeah. Jalen Green is looking like he's got the X factor. And again, mm-hmm. it's early. But it is early. Jalen has had that swag ever since, even within the G League. Like, don't sleep on that. Like, G League is kind of like... You know, it's it's an audition in many ways, right? Yep. Might yep. people might even argue that the competition that you would get in the G League might be a little bit even tougher mm-hmm. than what you would get in college because these guys are grown, grown men. men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. A lot of these guys have actually played multiple years mm-hmm. at the NBA level. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you can find Michael Beasley. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. At the G League. So I'm just saying that Michael Beasley was a number two pick yeah. at some point in time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like, yeah. same as Kaminga, who was playing in the G League with Jalen Green. But seeing how Jalen's playing, I can see why Kaminga actually didn't really be the star of that team. Jalen got, <laughs> got overshadowed. He's got some. Uh, he's got some star potential. I mean, this is just so exciting because mm-hmm. now, especially talking to you guys, since I've been involved in this draft because of the Warriors and talking mm-hmm. about this pod, now we get to see all these picks play in the summer league and. There are, most of them are showing out. I don't know if Charles, if you followed the box scores for a lot of these games, but or, or watching these little like highlight clips on whether it's like House of Highlights or you know ESPN. It's yeah, maybe mm-hmm. you can tell us a little bit what you've seen from the other some of these other prospects. Yeah, Scotty Barnes. I mm. I was I was imp- impressed with the numbers that he's shown. I mean, I think he scored somewhere around twenty three uh, in 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 his debut as well, and uh, he was he was showing out. So it's like that that was that stood out to me. And then, yeah, and then in comparison, Katie Cunningham, I think he scored like 13 points. Yeah, yeah uh, rough so, shooting night. Yeah, so, I mean, it's interesting because in reading the article, it, it said something about Cade. He had, he had 13 points, but he showed other aspects that mm. he mm-hmm. shows to be strong in, like leadership, which I'm not quite sure how, how you show that but, <laughs> or how that translates. But, um, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, um, yeah, Scotty Barnes is one. I mean, I'm hearing, I'm hearing like, actually, what's, what's interesting to me is, 
it's funny how the second year players are tend to do very well Ooh, as well. Yeah. Like a, a Obi top in yes. and, um, and and quickly. Oh, they're heard, killing they, it. They, they're they're doing well, and it, it goes to show just how having confidence, being there before, and then mm-hmm. be, being there before, having the experience playing in the actual NBA, and then bringing that all that all that you've learned for that year and bringing it back to the summer league, which it disapp- it, it pains me a bit to not be able to see Wiseman be able to do those same things, yeah. and be able to showcase his what he's learned and make it translate into this the summer league to see. How much he's progressed hmm. it pains me not to be able to see him but uh hopefully we can get him uh, in the beginning of the year so he can just get as much reps as possible and if, if we end up sending him to the g league I, i'd be all for it and i'm also glad we equipped ourselves and we learned from last year that we got uh trainers and developers and coaches that uh, are more catered to do that and and help these younger guys succeed so looking to see how that all kind of uh, melds together to see what we come up with the um as the year as the season progresses yeah oh. you know what's impressing me the most about this uh this uh the lottery picks from the draft mm-hmm. and all of them pretty much have shown out is the the floor game that a lot of these guys mm-hmm. uh, are showing i know Jalen green has been showing a lot of explosive moves and scoring mm-hmm. ability and that's his mo but like barnes and and, and cade mm-hmm. and Jalen suggs Ooh, right yeah. like seeing seeing all of these games Yes, they're able to score, but they're able to bring more than that to the table. I'm seeing some uh, playmaking from Scotty Barnes. Mm-hmm. Cage also showed that, and that's I think partly what they were sh- they were saying when when they did analysis of, of him, just being being able to get their teammates involved, um, which is par for the course in terms of like the um, the draft analysis and and, and the projections. Mm-hmm. Um, rebounding defense like Jalen Suggs particularly showed a lot mm. in terms of just being a dog on defense mm. and being able to make some plays so I don't know man it's really exciting to yeah. see all of these like up and coming players makes me excited for like the upcoming drops uh for for cards just I because know. this is like who's <laughs> you, yeah, you know you don't know interesting. you don't know like these cards any of these guys could end up blowing up in the future. Like, let's yeah, let's give so a shout true. out to Al, you know, Davian, Davian Mitchell. I mean, Ooh, he shut yeah. down James Book Knight today. Tonight, yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, he's a dog on defense, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So even, even Primo looks well on highlights. He looked good. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? I don't know if you guys caught any Chris. Uh, was it Duarte highlights? I mean, that's the no. guy that you guys were lo- aiming to go for. And I think he had a solid debut. Um, yeah. I mean, he was going against the Knicks, so the Knicks are stacked with Obi Toppin and and yeah, uh, quickly. quickly. And I think quickly put him uh, broke put his ankles. What <laughs> <laughs> about skates? No, no. Despite those those highlights, Duarte put a good yeah, light on. Like, did. yeah, double digit points. He had boards. Yeah, again, like all of these sort of like projections and like draft analyses. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much on point with a lot of these players thus far. Again, small sample size. Mm-hmm. Competition is kind of limited, but. You got to take these data points, and they're showing out early. It's it, it speaks volumes in terms of the future of the league, just because there's a lot of talented players that are coming through the pipeline. It, I'm I'm so hyped, honestly, for this this upcoming year, just to see these guys play in the NBA and seeing how they progress. And it's gonna be up and down for sure. With any rookie, it's gonna be up and down. So they're not unless I don't know your name, Luca or something. Then that's that's a different story. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's get into the off season. Uh, We'll start with you guys because the Lakers had quite a wild offseason. I think for you, for <laughs> yeah, you guys, yeah. it was a little bit more tame. Uh-huh. Let's stick yeah. with youth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Actually, no, it's, it's age right now. <laughs> Charles, who did we pick up? Who did Warriors pick up? Yeah. Um, so, what? Well, it, it was. It was I, I was getting a little antsy that that first day because mm-hmm. like nothing was happening. I mean, just. <laughs> All these signings were happening all over the NBA, but our team. And it's like, man, like, are we going to like do anything or am I just going to go to sleep and wake up and then maybe something will happen the next day? Mm-hmm. Um, it was right, like kind of, kind of woe is me and, and like the world, <laughs> it's, you know, we're doomed kind of thing. And then, and then all of a sudden we signed Otto Porter Jr. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, all right. I mean, because I heard about him before, like in, in Washington and, yeah. and we, uh, we would, we liked his game, and we liked seeing what he he had to show. He's he's a um, he spreads the spreads the floor. Uh, he has a good three point shot. Mm-hmm. Um, he 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 passes the ball as well. He, he's just a good a good player. Yes, um, and he fits perfectly with with what we need. The only concern would be that he is injury prone. Yeah, 
and so you know it's always the 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 best uh what, what is it the um your, your presence is, is the best gift that you yeah. can give to a team. It's like availability the, is the availability. best ability. Best ability yes, exactly. is availability. Thank you, Very thank helpful. you, yes. And so um, as long as he can he can just play and contribute and stay healthy, hmm. um, he's he's a good addition for us. And then I, I know uh, this other name, um, Nemanja. Is it Nemanja? Yeah, Nemanja. Mm-hmm. Um, Belitsa? Bielitsa. Yeah. Bielitsa, yeah. thank you. Uh, yeah, no, I... <laughs> I, in the the local morning radio radio show, they have that um, song. I don't know who it's by, but it's um, JC. You might know what it is, but it's uh, it, I don't know. It goes something like a it has has a, a catchy um, rhythm to it, and it's like bia bia, <laughs> but it's bia litsa bia litsa. It, it, it's funny though, and it's like oh, I, th- this guy is great too from the perspective of uh, floor spacing big man, yeah, uh, which is what we've been looking for as well. I, I, I so I, I like these additions that we've had. Um, and then lastly, I, I can't forget um, Andre Godala coming back. Oh, yes. Um, yes. I, 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 initially, I, was, um, I, I wasn't too sure. I, was, I, was, um, I, I like the story. I mean, I, I like him coming back. I, I felt good vibes like, with him coming back and choosing us. It, um, that, was, that was an awesome feeling. Uh, my, my only thought to that is that I, I don't know what he can give in terms of throughout the season because I, mm-hmm. I feel like we might need him more than... Um, in past years, uh, before we can kind of um, coast and, and still make it to the playoffs, but um, I, I, with Clay still coming back from his injury and and us kind of getting sorted with our new guys, I feel like we're going to have to rely on him more in the early parts of the of the year mm-hmm. and just throughout the season. And I don't know what what his body's going to be able to to give. I mean, he he's saying he can play maybe two years mm-hmm. max, um, and I don't know if that's one where he's just kind of biding his time in the in the regular season and then then the postseason that's when he can turn it on which i think that'd be ideal for him yeah but he, he chose us for a reason and um I, I i just think he'll be a great teacher a great leader for uh, a lot of the guys um juan toscano anderson yeah um, um, um pool mm-hmm. um, and, and these young guys I, I just think he'll he'll be able to to, to give give all that and and he kind of helps us spell the um, need for a secondary ball handler or, or point guard, mm-hmm. uh, especially for the second unit, because I felt like that kind of um, fell off the wayside mm-hmm. um, with Mannion being kind of on and off. So uh, th- those three guys, I, 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 would, I would I would say it's 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 solid. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't um, my initial thought was I, I, I wanted to I really, really wanted to get uh, Patty Mills mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, what what what's his name from um, Mr. Batum, Batum, oh, thank yeah, you, Batum. Yeah. yeah, Nick Batum, man. Those were my the, the two guys that I really really wanted, um, but I'll I'll gladly take uh, Otto Porter Jr. Nemanja and um, and Iggy. We we straight, bro. We pick, we signed uh, Chris Chioza. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Breaking news, guys. Breaking news Breaking tonight. News. <laughs> Breaking news: The Warriors are back in contention, man. We got our backup point guard, Chris Look Chioza. Out. Forget Patty Mills. You know he lost his job in New uh, New Jersey. Yeah, two Patty Mills. Two Patty oh, Mills. That's exactly. Hilarious. So now we pick we picked up the uh, Patty Mills uh, leftovers. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to clown on Chioza. Yeah. I actually did a little bit of uh, just checking out scouting him uh, right before this pod because I wanted to bust out that that non casual knowledge. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he actually seems like he's uh, he's shown some skill, man. I mm-hmm. mean, he's a little undersized. Dude, I might be even taller. I was going to say. <laughs> I'm, not even tall. I'm not even that tall. Uh, but, you know what I mean? He might be training camp fodder. Maybe he has some skills. Uh, maybe a two-way player. It's not that Nico showed that much for us. Yeah. But, you know. I don't know, dude. It seems like uh, mm. the Warriors are done making moves at this point. I think so. I think they are done. I mean, Otto Porter Jr. is a really good signing. The Lakers... I was actually hoping that Otto Porter Jr. would sign with the Lakers. I felt like he was really good vet and also three-point shooter. And he's also, if you look at his percentages in the years he had in Washington, they were fantastic. Um, but it's dropped down because of, he's been injured. So that's a really good signing, at least in my eyes. If he can stay healthy, of course. I mean, if he can't stay healthy, then it's all wash, right? Um, mm. And and well, yeah, you're the big man that can space the floor. Uh, Bielitsa. Yeah, that, I mean, if anyone knows about him, Al knows a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I'll tell you this. Let me tell you about these two guys. 
we got them at the veteran minimum. Yep. Mm, that was so taper your expectations. That, exactly. That changes the context of what you expect from these players. Mm-hmm. Just because I mean, if Andrew Wiggins was not getting paid what Andrew Wiggins is getting paid, he wouldn't get as much shit as he gets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Otto Porter done made money. He already yeah. had his big contract. Mm-hmm. And I think at this point, you know, He's on the discount. Apparently, I heard that he actually had offers from other teams, mm-hmm. the Lakers, yeah, perhaps even. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I can't verify that. Where he actually turned down more money mm-hmm. just to be able to play in the Warriors system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who knows if that's true or not? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they. You know, I mean, obviously, the fact that he has an injury history, there are some teams that didn't want to really take a risk and invest a lot on him. Needless to say, he was signed for the veteran minimum, and I don't know, dude. That's a former number three pick, yeah. And you can get that at a uh, on your squad, three uh, and D guy shoots forty percent from the from three seven one wingspan. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. That seems like a nice little pickup. And then Bielitsa, I mean, this dude won Euro League MVP at some <laughs> point. And I and you, I mean, you know, we may be, you know, kind of, you know, saying, oh, dude, it's EuroLeague, but you know, the EuroLeagues have some really skilled players. Luca played mm-hmm. like in in some of the EuroLeagues, like Spanish leagues specifically. So there are there are some skilled players over there. He's not the youngest player, but he kind of fits the system. He can stretch the floor. He can shoot the three. He has some good uh, skills, playmaking skills. So. I don't know. Based on what I saw from the bench last season, dude, where whenever Steph took a seat, you know, leads were pretty much going to evaporate. I would be more than happy to take Otto and um, MB Elitsa, supplemented by the rookies. And, so, of course, you know, can't forget Andre Godala. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, very, very good thing. And, I like, just to, to follow up on what Charles was saying, I don't think he's going to be really you know, part of the 82-game kind of strategy. I think Andre's going to play some spot minutes here and yeah. there. But the main reason we brought him in was for that 16-game season. And say what you say about Andre being up there in age, and we'll talk about age shortly once we talk <laughs> about the Lakers. Um, um, you know, Andre still has one of the best hands in the league and his, you know, cerebral player, and come playoff time, I mean, that experience makes a difference, dude. Like, you've seen it with uh, Rondo, with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And, Jack, you can talk about this. Yeah. Like, Rondo playoff was... Rondo. Yeah, many, many times. Rondo was trash. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, during the regular season. But come the playoff time, he's going to make some plays, defensive stops, a shot, yeah. a strip, something yep. like that. And that's the reason why Andre's back. Mind you, again, for the veteran minimum. Because mm-hmm. we couldn't afford anybody more <laughs> than that. That's why Patty Mills went to freaking Brooklyn. Yeah, we can so, talk about payroll for these uh, these teams like the Lakers, the Clippers, the Warriors. It's uh, exactly. even even the Bucks now. It's getting up there, guys. Yeah, up there. Exactly, exactly. So, the, you know, even, even uh, Chioza, man, you know, might be a, a good little piece, but... We'll see. It's better than what we saw last year, so uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll take that as a. I'll t- that's my stance at this point. You know, early <laughs> August, so we'll is see that, what happens. Is that a job? A jab at Baysmore? Hey man, uh. Bays, dude. <laughs> well, we'll get into talking about Baysmore soon. <laughs> you guys, you guys have scouted him a whole year. Oh yeah, <laughs> but exactly. Not to wrap it up, but just more. I think this. It's a lot of exciting things because you got a mix of young guys and some vets. So to see how that balance and plays out once the season starts. And if they, these young guys will last on the roster with a lot of rumors still circulating about Ben Simmons, now Siakam, who knows? Um, Mm -hmm. Either way, going into the season, there's a lot of exciting storylines for you guys and to see how that team will come together, Uh, especially Mm -hmm. it's fun. I I know like when you're, you want to win another ring, it's still fun to focus on young guys. You know, because it's, it's all about potential. You know what I mean? When you mm-hmm. are projecting forward, there's more to ex- get excited about. And yeah, there's, there's going to be, you know, moments where you're pulling out your hair when this guy's not, you know, he's, he's raw and he doesn't know what he's doing out there. But the potential, man, it's all about potential. That's, that's what sells cards, right, J- right JC? Yeah, exactly. Those rookie cards, <laughs> yeah. man. Everybody loves those rookie cards. It's all about 
that that investment, man, yep. it could blow up in the future. Yeah, like wh- whoever got a Giannis rookie card way back when he oh, was a rookie man. and held onto that card, you know, in pristine condition, dude, <laughs> you're you're Genius. balling now, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So let's let's talk about the Lakers, man, because a lot of shit went down. Man. Yes, sir. I mean the Westbrook trade. Let's start there. I mean, I don't know. What did you guys think? Because I'll give my my thoughts at the end, <laughs> because it's it's basically earth shattering. I mean, yeah. there were there were rumors, but it's also like I don't know. There's a lot of rumors. I did not think it was gonna happen, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, the, you, you see the news, it's the, the Woj bomb or or Sham yeah. Sharania. It's like, oh man, really? <laughs> like. I mean, I, you, you called it, Jack. I mean, I asked you if, if uh, Kuzma was going to be a, in a Laker uniform, and boom, there you go. He's, he is gone now. And, and so it's, it's, it's interesting to see. I, I, one thing about Westbrook, I, I mean, I love his heart. Mm. The way he plays a game is just fast forward 100 miles per hour every, all the time, every time. And, and I, I admire that about him. And, and he gets to go home. That's, that's the great, great part yeah. about it. Uh, the only thing that I, I have a question about with him is, is his – Decision making when it comes mm-hmm. down to like those those tight plays and you need you need a score you, you need to make a, a positive play that that's going to lead to a score and I I don't I haven't seen him do that yet yeah I mean he's had KD he's he's, he's had he's Harden had Harden he's had he's had great teammates and for whatever reason it's like it still somehow doesn't play out so I I mean I'm I'm hoping I, I, we'll see I mean we'll see if LeBron can still you know he he still he should still be the man and still be able to. Yeah have the ball in his hands at the at the end of the game but um i don't know westbrook's younger i i, I don't know I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that that dynamic is is going to work but he's going to definitely bring energy he's going to bring that dog mentality he's not going to be scared to take to take a shot or, or be able to force a shot or <laughs> or force something yeah so so that that's 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 definitely a positive because i i was just see so much, seeing so much hesitation last year yeah you need you need that so we'll see and yeah i mean what do you think jc I, I, dude, what did I tell you? You said Lakers are going to make a splash. I told you <laughs> that the Lakers were going to make a move. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's Hollywood, bro. Mm-hmm. You guys are, are, I mean, the Lakers are, ownership is uh, aggressive. Palinka is aggressive. He's, there's a window right now. And of course, Mr. James mm-hmm. is always looking to, to stack his team. Yep. And sure enough. Mm-hmm. Once the opportunity came about, uh, they were able to do that. Um, I was actually kind of uh, concerned, or I, I I kept on telling you, Jack. I was just mm-hmm. like CP, 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 and you kept on telling me, dude, the numbers won't work. The numbers yeah. won't work. The numbers won't work. I didn't think the numbers would work with with Russ. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why it caught me by surprise. But when it when it happened, I was just like, "Told you so. Mm-hmm. I told you mm-hmm. they were gonna make a move." And uh, I don't know. It'll it's 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 interesting. I think definitely the Warriors, uh, the Warriors. Sorry, the Lakers are in win now mode, and they're gonna try to do their best to really put the best players around LeBron. And Russ is, you know, he's an All Star level talent. Let's not get that. I mean, twisted. he's a future mm-hmm. Hall of Famer, man. E- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The only concern I have, and you can talk about this, yeah. Jack, once you do the breakdown, is the fit. Yes. And I'm not well equipped. To know the Lakers fit per se, but all I know is Russ always wanted uh, or always needed the ball in his hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Mr. James, as talented all-world performer he is, um, kind of needs the ball in his hands too. Yeah. I guess he does. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, bro? It's not a good fit. I just, I mean, I I see the the positives in acquiring Westbrook because we need another playmaker, especially LeBron James getting older. But the fit, unless he really changes his game or they somehow adapt to each other, and it's going to be a work in progress throughout the season, knowing Westbrook's game and his decision-making, as Charles alluded to, James, LeBron James, the one thing about LeBron James is he's a really good decision-maker. You, you can knock him for a lot of things, but this man, he knows the game. And he knows how to set up his team for success. And it's more like, can these other guys buy in to his vision? <laughs> and if West, the Westbrook we know is he is kind of Kobe-esque, but without the skills of Kobe. Where Kobe forced up a lot of shots. And as a, as a Kobe fan for his whole career, 
yeah, there was a many moments where you're like, dude, what are you doing, man? You're forcing the shot amongst three guys. And then he makes it and you're like, okay, you know what? Good <laughs> shot. But Westbrook is one of those players where he'll force that shot, but he'll miss it more, more mm. often than make it. And that's the part where it worries you, troubles you a little bit. Can he fit into this? And I do think as a fit in, with AD, it's a good fit because AD is very interchangeable. But will it fit with LeBron James where he needs the ball in his hands a lot? Um, we'll see. I do think the one positive of it is looking at how free agency played out, I, I don't think Kyle Lowry was in the mix of these other point guards that the Lakers needed because Dennis was definitely out. Um, I think there was a lot of talk with trading Kuzma and Harold that package for Buddy Heald, which didn't end up working out. I'm not sure what went down behind the scenes. But what happened was when this trade went down, of course, the big three formed, right? Then you got the ring chasers to come. Because mm-hmm. I think with the last year, with LeBron being hurt, AD being hurt, it was kind of suspect in terms of can these guys stay healthy. But with Westbrook in the mix, it gave a little bit more juice for these ring chasers to come along. So you could sign someone like Baze, who turned down money from the Warriors to come to, to you know try to play that KCP role for us. And Trevor Ariza and Wayne Ellington to space the floor and re-signing Taylor Horn Tucker and also adding Carmelo, a bench scoring, and Malik Monk kind of came out of nowhere, and Kendrick Nunn. These are all signings because you got the big three. And that's the part where, in a competitive balance, when the Warriors are also trying to sign these guys because they want to get a ring and they want to pitch to these people, hey, look, ring chase, can you sell will Clay be completely healthy? You can't, you know? So given that you could trade for another star, this is why it ended up working out for now. But the fit and all that stuff, I don't know. I'm, I'm very suspect about it. And of course, as a fan, you kind of start to MacGyver the positive vibes into it. Just be like, all right, I can see it work out. But I, I am very skeptical of it. Uh, just to be fairly honest, I do think they're, they're, in the regular season, they'll help a lot because... If you're depending on LeBron, who is, what, 36, 37, and AD, who is very injury-prone, you do. And I know Westbrook has had his injuries, but he is a high-octane player that will push you through the regular season. We need that badly. And Dennis mm. did not do that for us. Um, he just didn't have that. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's exciting, if anything. And, you know, sell headlines, man. It's it's more more material for us to talk about on this podcast, if anything. Yeah, dude. And I'll tell you what... Um, Westbrook will definitely uh, bring it more than Dennis when it comes to playing the Warriors. Although Dennis didn't do too bad when he guys when he played you guys. Dude, Dennis was slicing and That's dicing true. us like cheesecake, bro. Yep. We were like so freaking, yeah. That's why we needed some defenders. What if? What do you think about the other the other pickups though? Outside a a a rust. I'll, I'll tell you yeah. this. I, I saw one one thing. I'm really sad that we lost the goat, man. Mm. Man, AC Fresh. Just have to see him yeah. go, man. That yeah. guy could defend. I'll tell you that much. That guy could play defense, and that's yeah. gonna be sorely missed. Dude, he got he got, he got paid money bags, bro. Yeah, the money. Bags, I mean, this guy. So, speaking of stories, man, G League, dude, he deserves it, man. He worked his ass off, you know. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. So, uh, I mean, he was able to to turn it into a payday. So, yeah. you know, good for him. Good for him. He's playing in Chicago. Maybe yeah. he'll have more of a, a, a bigger role there. Chicago actually kind of got some players. Yeah, though. dude. Did, yeah. Man. Uh, if you want, want to talk of... offseason, I mean, the Bulls acquired a bunch of players. They did. Uh, and they yeah, look... And the Heat. Oh, the Heat, so too. Wait, yeah. So, wait. Who would you guys... So, you guys lost AC Fresh. You lost... Yeah, you mentioned Casey. We lost our whole bench, pretty much. We yeah. lost AC Fresh. We lost Dennis. We lost... Uh, well, Dennis is not lost yet, but he's going to not be there. Trez, Kuzma, you know, the great Kuz. Obviously, you love Kuz. Oh, JC, I know you're a big, you're a big, big fan of him. He's going to put up numbers in Washington, though. I'll tell you that much. He, he'll put up, like, double-digit scoring. Dude, he's going to play with Stephon Marbury in Shanghai. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, maybe they both can have statues in, in China. Yeah, dude, exactly, exactly. That's what's going to happen. Nice. Um, I like your Talon Horton Tucker signing, though. I, I did yeah. I did like that. And I actually think Malik Monk is... is Malik Monk and Kendrick Nunn, those are those are good. Picks. Very solid, yeah. very solid pickups. I mean, I Dwight? think that I think yeah. Oh yeah, don't forget Dwight. You know, again, he adds to the age of our roster uh, as mm-hmm. as long as well as Melo. But I do think Dwight and Melo, these guys, they've been around. They know their role now. I, I Dwight totally buys in. I think Melo at this point knows, especially in his years in Portland, 
he kind of knows what's what's up now. Like he's he's a floor spacer. You know, he he's not a guy that you throw in throw the ball to, you know, 15, 20 times a game anymore. So that will be refreshing to see a new Melo, especially there. Melo and LeBron are besties. Although I'll say this, mm-hmm. LeBron and Wade are besties. When Wade went to Cavs to the Cavs and it wasn't working out, he was out. <laughs> so yeah, look, if it doesn't work out, LeBron has the final say. It doesn't matter LeBron if you're besties is... with him or not. <laughs> I'll see you in the banana boat. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, vacate to, we'll vacation together, but ain't, you ain't going to be on the, on this team if it doesn't work out. So yeah. so I asked you this question. I know we kind of want to talk a, a little bit about just the general NBA, but um, if you had, uh, Andre Iguodala was in play for oh, the Lakers, yes. apparently. Yeah. Who would you rather take? Mello, Carmelo, or Andre Iguodala? Two gray beards yeah. out there. Bring very <laughs> different things for the table. That's a good question. If you had a choice. Very good question. Mm-hmm. If you had a choice. I actually take Mello for this Laker roster, though. Specifically for this Laker roster. Because we do need a, a, a four or five that can put up points. That's something that we've struggled with in the past couple of years. Especially when AD went out. Let's say AD goes out. We need someone to score the ball, dude. <laughs> Like, mm. Iggy's not going to be that guy. He is, as JC said, he's the 16-game player at the end, you know? But we got to survive the regular season <laughs> to, to get to the 16 games. We just need someone to put up points, man, and space the floor. And I know Iggy can has a shot. He, he hit some big clutch shot for you guys, but he is not a consistent three-point shooter that you can really mm. rely on. Um, at this point, he's just, yeah. That's, that's for this roster, though, but... Overall player, I mean, Iggy's the way more clutch player in terms of playoff moments. I'll put it that way. I mean, Carmelo has a very um, accomplished career, I'll tell you, right? <laughs> For sure. Well, speaking of clutch moments, though, I mean, I, I, I like KCP better than Bazemore. I mean, we, oh, we yeah, had Baze. him. Jason, yes. Jason and I, we've seen him for mm. for a whole year. We, and he, he's he's on and off, man. Like. Mm. He he's he's he can be so good and and and, and amazing, and mm-hmm. he can be so frustrating uh, the next the next game. Mm-hmm. So he's he's very very inconsistent. Well, let me ask you guys: Did you guys want Bays back? Were you guys were you guys sad when he left? <laughs> uh, I mean, it, I, I I wouldn't I don't mind having him back. I mean, I, we saw what he can contribute, and and um, he did he did play some some big minutes for us that helped us. Um, get close to being in the playoffs mm. well we were in the playoffs until they had this this playing game and we, and we got <laughs> ousted true. um thanks to your lakers that helped us help us with that but um that was yeah, an epic no, game by the way <laughs> it was very good it was a very good game um but yeah i mean i i'm okay with who we have and if basemore didn't and mm. yeah I, i'm okay with who we have I, i'm okay with basemore not being oh, on our team that's not uh that's not <laughs> really not a glowing, yeah, glowing report <laughs> for base i mean <laughs> I mean, for me, it was at the expense of who? I That's mean, true. over Clay? Nope. Yeah. Of course, Clay. Yeah. Yeah. Over Kuminga? I'll take Kuminga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> over Moody? That might be a little bit, you know, That's, a little yeah. bit of a toss up right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do feel like Moody has more upside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Baze has made way too many mistakes. Mm. Um, uh, you know, yeah. Over Damian Lee, Ooh. that's oh. that's a toss up, man. Mm. I I do feel like I don't know. Both of them are like Curry, you know, BFFs. Yeah, They're true. like the Carmelo to Le, uh, to LeBron, the for, Curry for banana Steph here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess Damian is family to to Steph now. Like he legit is family. Mm. He's married to Steph's sister, so it's a good way to stay uh, on our roster, man. Exactly yeah. right. But you know, I mean. Uh, the reality is if Bay stayed and that is partly the reason why he went down to LA is Bay's would have been like the 14th or 15th man on the, the roster, which he pretty much should be yeah. like, he was cast to be like our number seven or eight last year. And uh, you know, he'll make some plays, but he's at this point in his career, mm. it's just not the right role for him to be on. I don't True. know where, what he'll be in the Lakers, system yeah. would um uh uh like would the who's the shooter again sorry um well, there's Malik Monk, guys... Malik Monk Wayne Ellington there's uh, Wellington Kendrick, Wellington. Kendrick Wellington. Nunn these are all guards yeah yeah exactly so who who where would base fall in, into the the roster like is he would Malik Monk be uh, ahead of him in the roster probably would 
Ellington probably actually. I think it so, it comes down to matchups and, and and how good Baze is a defender. He's probably better at this point than these guys, Malik Monk. That's true. Um, and could be. Yeah, you might get a lot of fouls though. Too. Yeah, I was gonna say I think Baze <laughs> so is very foul prone, but yeah. he's not a bad defender if it wasn't for no. his foul prone no. nature though. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. overly aggressive sometimes, yes. much yes. to his detriment. Yes. And that's, that's something that I think he needs to be reining in a little bit. But at this point, he's a vet now. So it's not like yeah. he's this new player that can <laughs> you can teach him new new tricks, you know? That's uh, that's the thing. It's like if you're a vet, you can't be making those mistakes. Yeah. And that's what's gotten it so frustrating. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, would Baze have signed with L.A.? Knowing that Malik Monk was going to sh- uh, sign with L.A.? Maybe I don't not. know, Maybe dude. not, because that came mm-hmm. afterwards. Kendrick Nunn came exactly. afterwards, too. So. Exactly, yep. right? Like, that yep. kind of bumped him, bumped him down. Maybe he should have took the money, bro. I know, man. I know. You always <laughs> yeah. take the bag, man. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. The, I mean, he, he, did, he did what uh, Schroeder did. I mean, he turned down... You know, yeah. a bigger contract, longer contract. Well, Shoulder so, really messed up. I'll tell you that much. Totally, he really yeah. messed. I mean, he turned totally. down a four-year, eighty-four mm-hmm. million-dollar contract extension from the Lakers. At this point, he's kicking himself in the butt, big time. And if anything, the Lakers dodged a huge bullet. If you really look true, at yeah. it, yeah, uh, true, yeah, that's true, that's true. true. You get too greedy because at the time they didn't know he was going to stink it up in the playoffs that badly. <laughs> <laughs> so wait he's still unsigned he's still floating yeah, out, he's still there, right? yeah. out there latest oh rumors he i think he's talking to the celtics but it's for like the i don't know the mid-level, mid-level. exception and mm-hmm. he, they're trying to get him only on a one-year deal it's yeah I, I think he's gonna have to bet him on himself again and just try to sign a one-year deal somewhere and hope he freaking performs but the problem is any role he has now is a backup role where he yep. came into the Lakers, he demanded being a starter, and if he just resigned with us, he would have been the starter because we kind of promised him that. And yeah, he kind of shot himself in the foot. But that's that's the risk of gambling on yourself. Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. And it's not to say that he won't get another contract, but when you turn out eighty four million dollars guaranteed, mm-hmm. whew, that's rough, bro. That hurts. Rough. Th- does, say- does that hurt, Jack? Like, are you sad that he's gone? Like, no, similar question no, that you asked for not, Bazemore. Not sad okay. at all. I mean, I. I don't like to shit on players. It's just more like I don't think he was a fit. Just, I we know he's not a fit. Versus Westbrook, yeah, he's he's probably not a fit, but we don't know that yet. <laughs> Knowing Dennis is not a fit, it's like okay, then he's not. He shouldn't be part of the team. Aren't they similar players though? Well, just like Westbrook downhill? has yeah, they're downhill players, but I think Westbrook is better in terms of rebounding and being maybe maybe a little bit more impactful on the court again Mm, that's when westbrook is the system so we don't know like uh but as far as dennis i mean he's a actually dennis is a good defender he's a he's a good defensive player but pesky but you know he he doesn't have a reliable three-point shot just like westbrook which is the same thing right but he's also undersized you know Mm. i think it's hard for him to be out on the court when you got a big point guard going coming after you so yeah um i'm not i'm not you know, I'm not sad that he's leaving, but I wish the best for him. Though I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like a fan I, that, you know, he's like, oh, you turned down the money now, now you should eat it. I'm like, dude, why, why would you root against these players? You know, like, you know, yeah. How do you say secure the bag in German? <laughs> I know, dude. I know. Z-bag. Let, let's let's in talk. German. Let's get back to the Warriors and talk about. I know it's early. You know, we let's talk about just general expectations. You don't have to. We don't have to make any predictions, but. Mm-hmm. expectations of the beginning of the season what you hope to see you know do you expect a fast start or you hope to be in the middle of pack by you know a couple of weeks into the season let's let's start with you charles just general expectations going in when when you know training camp starts and also preseason and finally the kickoff of the season what do you hope to see i mean I, i'm hoping for a fast start but um i don't know it, it just seems like we always tend to tend to start off slow um it just kind of depends on on you know, new players and, and bringing those guys in and how much time we want to, we want them to to acclimate and, and, and get used to our system um, we have to bring back clay in as well so that's going to be a little bit of a, a acclimating there as well so that's going to take time mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not antici- anticipating clay to play like his normal minutes until maybe halfway into the season or, or maybe even uh, uh, three-fourths into the season yeah when maybe he'll have his legs under him again and we'll get an, a better idea of what he's going to be able to contribute I mean he, he's our key. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in, in terms of how we're going to start, I'm, I, I'm thinking probably we're going to get mixes of, we're going to have mixed lineups all the time. Mm-hmm. Iggy might start one game. 
Um, Jordan Poole might start. Uh, Juan, Ta- Juan Toscano Anderson might start. Mm. Um, I think the mainstay is like Steph and and um, and and uh, Andrew Wiggins Dre. will play. Dre. Yep. And then Looney, Looney's going to start for sure. Um, and and then I don't know. I, I maybe maybe Clay does start, and then he just plays you know spare spare minutes here and there for now, just to get him get him used to the game, um, and and then then bring him on full time. Um, it'll be interesting to see how how we kind of play that play that role i mean is Otto porter jr going to start oh, he, yeah. he might start some games too as well mm-hmm. um kind of forgot about him as well so uh we'll, we'll see how it goes but i, I think it's going to start off slow just because we're trying to find our our way mm-hmm. um with the players that we have uh, acclimate everyone together and um i, I think we'll, we'll start to get it rolling i just hope we start a lot sooner than we did last year trying to incorporate wiseman was that that was tough man yeah. I, I think steve kerr was put in a hard position like i, I think uh, upper management was just trying to push it down his throat that he had to start him because he's the number two player and that's who people are coming to see play besides Steph. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think he has that pressure this year mm-hmm. and I think he'll be, we'll be able to start off a, a, a little bit quicker than last year. Mm. How about you, JC? Back in championship contention, baby. Let's go. <laughs> like I <it>. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's depends on it's clay, man. Too, dude, it's August. Mm-hmm. Why are you asking these questions? Wait, so bro? so let me ask you this. <laughs> let me ask you this. All right, it's early. I, as I said, it was early. What's the word on clay? He won't be ready at the start of the season, and even if he gets ready, they're gonna slow play him. So earliest I expect to see him, to be honest, would be January, mm-hmm. and like what Charles was saying, probably getting you know working his way up minute wise. Yeah by towards the all-star break and hopefully kind of get into rhythm right after the all-star break and you know try to make a playoff push the one thing i'll say is the west this year actually is more wide open i mean with quiet being Mm. hurt and i don't even know if he'll be able to come back this year if so it's probably going to be much later in the year and that's going to be we don't know where the clippers will be at in the standings by then who knows maybe pg-13 will have an mvp type of season without him but either way when you don't have quiet in your lineup it hurts your team and then you have Jamal Murray, who I don't know what the deal with him is. How what's gonna, yeah, what his status will be throughout the season. It's these. It's not an easy injury to come back from, as you guys know, with Clay, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean the West is. I mean the Jazz kind of kind of stocked up again, um, but you know they kind of falter in the playoffs for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the West is wide open, and if Clay, the key man to everything is if Clay can get on the court, you know. Whether it's for 15 minutes, 10 minutes, just to be on the court and start getting some run in, get that Splash Brothers chemistry back, that's everything, man. I, I, you know, without him, then you're probably looking at what, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth seed, you know, mm-hmm. depending yeah. on how mm-hmm. everything gels together and everything has to go right then, right? You know, mm-hmm. these rookies have to show promise or you guys make a huge ass trade, you know, for like yeah. freaking Beal or some shit sure. like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Health permitting, I think the Warriors could be top four. You know, mm-hmm. if if uh, if they're healthy, yes. obviously health never works out, and and health for the other teams as well really so affects true. things. You yeah. know, what I mean, if Rudy Gobert goes down, yeah. that really kind of you know you know kills the 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 Jazz's chances, and it's it's inevitably going to happen in one of these uh, these top tier te- teams. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker gets hurt; you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. But all, health permitting, I think the Warriors could uh, potentially be top four. Yeah. Not going to say the top. Because, you know, L.A. looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't count out LeBron. Yep. The Clippers are going to go down. Suns, obviously, resigned CP. Mm-hmm. They're up there as well. Mm-hmm. And the Jazz showed a lot last season. So, hopefully, we're up there. Yeah. I mean, I, I for the Lakers, I expect them to be, you know, top three seed. Even if there's a lot of chemistry issues. But the talent that they have, I mean, it's, you know, you, you got to hopefully be a top three seed. and a lot of vets too you know these it's not like it's a young team so you should know how to play put up some wins if you got a vet team with you guys the x factor is the rookies you know as as charles said when you mix in wiseman early on the reason why you guys weren't consistent was because wiseman couldn't play consistently once wiseman actually got hurt you guys played much better and and made that playoff run because wiseman went down sucks to hear that but it's just he was raw you know he was he was still learning and 
we all play ball. Like when you have one defensive weak link or someone who doesn't really know what they're doing out there uh, at all times, then yeah, it's it's going to be rough because you're playing at the highest caliber. You know, these teams are well-oiled machines, a lot of these teams. So yeah, I'm excited though. I'm, ex- I'm honestly really excited to see Wiseman on the court because... You know, JC has a lot of his rookie cards, so we're really rooting for him to do well, so he can, you know, the stock can go up on those cards. <laughs> big man. You see him on the summer league. You see, you see that upper body, man. Yeah, dude. He put in some work, man. Muscle watch, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. It's too bad you can't teach skill, though. I mean, skill is. I mean, you, you can't work, can't work on that without playing basketball. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's not reps, a weightlifter, man. bro. He's he reps. reps. He needs to be dominating the summer league. Yeah, so. exactly. So we'll see, man. Oh. We'll see. It's, yeah. it's going to be exciting because now that free agency is practically over, I know Dennis is still out there, a couple stragglers. But yeah, it's pretty much a wrap for the most part. You know, you guys mm. picked up uh, Chioza, which is a huge signing tonight. Um, that mm. kind of wraps up, puts a bow on top, right? Championship <laughs> or bust. Exactly. But yeah, we want to thank Charles for, for joining us and, you know, wrapping up free agency in the draft, man. Such great insights, buddy. Oh, thanks for having me as always, man. Lo- love joining the pod and uh, just keep it going, man. Huge supporter. Yeah, thanks, bro. And JC, again, happy belated. The Chioza signing tonight really, uh, you know, was a present Put for us you, over man. the top. Yeah, yeah. I need to take melatonin <laughs> yeah. to fall asleep, bro. I look out, look out, dude. Watch, he's gonna be a diamond in the rough. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, that's what I said about Wanamaker. So. <laughs> you did say that about Wanamaker. <laughs> I did. I was like, you the next Don't year champ. Man. I'll tell you what. Everybody, every fan needs like a Wanamaker kind of signing to be like, this guy can do it, and then you know he doesn't, and it's okay, man. It's okay because you still. You still want these fringe players to do well, man. You want you need a root for like an AC fresh, you know. You ho- hopefully there's a hidden one, you know. Like Chioza could be your AC fresh, right? Yeah, she, yeah, true, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, exactly. <laughs> let's end it on there. You know, rest in peace, AC fresh. You, your time with the Lakers, Bald Eagle put in a lot of good years, man. The goat. <laughs> Much respect. All right, take it easy, guys, and we'll, you know, we'll probably have one more episode to wrap up this season of basketball, and stay tuned for that. Again, thank you, Charles. You know, we'll, we'll have you back on the pod when when training camp opens and the season is over. Can't wait. Peace. Later, guys. Peace.